Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Games Talk Live podcast. I apologize for being a few minutes late. Uh, there was a there's a real good reason for that, and uh, <laughs> my apologies. But stupidly, I, I don't care to air this because I, I did something that was really dumb. Uh, shout out to you guys in the chat, by the way. I see you, Hargeek, I'm Mad, Boba Fett Gaming. It's Timmy, Toolman, a uh, b- bunch of you in there. Thank you for being here. Um, but I was sitting there and I was getting ready for the show and I always take a lot of notes for the show. I like to have some bullet points ready for each topic. And what I usually do every week, because I'm getting older, I highlight the entire notes and I make it a little bit bigger for me to read. Well, I highlighted those notes and deleted them, deleted those freaking notes and I can't get them back. They're gone. So today it's, it's going to be a shit show. Just gonna be one of those shows, Griggity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we'll make it work. <laughs> uh, I have somebody here who I've been uh, watching for quite some time. You know, he dabbles in the console war and stuff and things. Yeah, but definitely. you know, he's around my age. You know, so we're th- this is truly the geriatric hour. Okay, absolutely. Um, <laughs> you know, for us, like this is already getting close to dinner. Then we're in bed by five p.m. And you know, hey, it's it's a whole thing. But yeah. I, I'm glad to have this guy here. Mr. Dirt Griggity, how are you, brother? Uh, welcome. I, and I see it still says cold here. Ma, why? <laughs> why? See? See? I, I was so messed up today. Not anymore. We fixed that. Greg, All right. There we go. You're here. Thank you, man. Welcome Thanks for having you. me, Fonz. I yeah, appreciate it, dude. man. I you know, I'm I can't believe I'm here, man. You know, I watch it all the time and I, I love the format. It's great stuff, man. And and it's a, it's a pleasure to actually be on here, man. I appreciate it. No, uh, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have you here. Uh, you're primarily Xbox guy, right? You, you, you play yeah. your Xbox. You have a PlayStation Five as well. Yes. Yeah. Yep. You're, you're a more multi console gamer. Yeah. yeah. What about the Nintendo Switch? How you feel about that? Not a fan of Nintendo. No. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of grew <laughs> out of it as well. It, it's probably yeah. the same way for you, right? Absolutely. I, you know, just. I just kind of grew out of it. Just yeah. have no interest at all. Of Speaking any of which, Nintendo games. Yeah. Give us a brief history of your, uh, basically your gaming history, your, you know, your background. Where you started? Baby Grig, where did he start? Yeah, uh, you know, I started my first console was Atari 2600, actually. Um, you know, I started playing games at a, at a young age, man. I fell in love with the Atari. Then, I, you know, I was a Sega guy as a kid. Everybody in my neighborhood had the NES. My father asked me, do I want one? I said, no, I want a Sega Master mm-hmm. System, so. Got a Sega Master System, Genesis, and I eventually got a Super Nintendo because it was dope. Then got a PlayStation, you know, love love the PS1, love the PS2. But then a friend of mine, he said, yo, Dirk, man, you got to play this Xbox. I said, who cares about Xbox? I don't want to play a Microsoft console. Who cares about that? He's like, yo, man, we're playing this game called Halo, and it's really fun, and blah, blah, blah. So eventually I said, okay, let me go check it out. Went to his house and it was me, him, and two of his cousins. We were just playing the four player split screen. Had a ball. And I said, the console's pretty cool. So eventually I was able to get myself one and original Xbox. And that was when I became an Xbox fan, right? A huge Xbox fan. And the 360 just enhanced my love for Xbox. And I don't hate the PlayStation at all. I, I love the the playstation brand i love their games i just i just prefer xbox and well let me ask you something it. about the the original xbox what was it about that console that really made you a big fan of the brand you know to be absolutely honest um 
like Halo was a big part, but it wasn't the main part. What it was, that was, was some huge of the for me. Do yeah. with it. Yeah. Some of the things you can do. Um, when I mean, it might seem basic now, but I was so impressed with being able to put a music CD in it and rip it to the hard drive, right? That and was then, cool. That was cool. That was cool to me, right? Like, especially yep. in sports games like NBA 2K5, NBA 2K5, you can actually integrate the music into the game. And it was just amazing. But then with Xbox Live, when I actually got a chance to play Xbox Live, I was blown away. I couldn't believe I can talk to somebody that was in another side of the country and know talking trash and that was they just they just blew me away so it was yeah. more of the the features and some of the things the console could do that really impressed me and as well as the games also so yeah that was really it though yeah th those things really interested me too especially uh when you look at i don't know if you had a you had a dreamcast you said right yeah yep okay. absolutely dreamcast is my favorite all-time console but it, I love it's dreamcast. So, and, and that's because it was so ahead of its time and it did a lot mm -hmm. of the things that the xbox did but the Xbox took what it did and kind of expanded on it. Right. Um, the, the music integration was one of those things that they did that the Dreamcast couldn't do. But right. the Dreamcast did have, you know, like the integration for internet and all that. And mm -hmm. it was from Microsoft, matter of fact, that did that right. for Sega. Because no. uh, on the back of the Dreamcast, it said powered by uh, Windows, I believe, or yeah. Yeah. Microsoft. The powered. Windows CE or something like Windows that. CE. It was on the front of the yeah. console, yeah. like by the like by the controller ports i actually play a game online uh, nba 2k1 or one of those games or 2k2 oh, it, it was, was like, really laggy of bro it stop was, motion animation that yeah, was, was just <laughs> yeah it was, it was bad, bad. Yeah. it was pretty bad but i i did bad. it too because it was something interesting also fantasy star online did the mm -hmm. same thing on that console yeah. um but yeah awesome the, the the og xbox is is an awesome console um yeah. so after you know you got into that did you ever get into pc gaming at all were you ever never got into it um still to this day i'm not really interested um maybe eventually i will get into it but as of right now i'm i'm just more of a yeah, console like, guy maybe if consoles like go away yeah, yeah yeah now maybe if console goes away you know i'm i'm a gamer so i will figure out a way but i'm not into the troubleshooting stuff i just want my stuff you know to work <laughs> yeah yeah me and colt like to call it tinker master race because you are gonna tinker a lot with yeah. your settings and with everything else right. it's it, that's just the way it is i mean a lot of times you have problems with drivers or whatnot and you have to deal with it and, and uh i mean i i hear it's not so much a, a, as, as a big deal anymore as it used to be but mm. back in the day it was a pain in the ass like right you would run into issues all the time um Back when IPC gamed, back when, uh, you know, dinosaurs were still around and all that. <laughs> uh, no, I, I mean, I, I gamed back in the, the days of uh, vanilla, uh, wow, uh, World of Warcraft when that mm -hmm. first dropped. I, that's where right. I was PC gaming. Um, but, yeah, I, I haven't PC gamed in, in some years now. And now I own a Mac. Yes, just gaming podcast. I see you out there. You're going <laughs> to talk about my Mac ownership but yeah it's it's strictly just just for videos and streaming uh nothing else it's not for any kind of gameplay because we all know mac sucks when it comes to games anyways <laughs> even though they did own the halo ip at first you know yeah, bungie yeah, was you know making that for mac originally and originally it was a piece of crap so yeah just <laughs> further goes to uh show that it's crap for games anyways uh Greg, I, we do something here on my show every week. Um, I like to play a game. Uh, I'm sure you've seen it. Trivia. Yeah. <laughs> it's yes. a game I, I like to call five questions. And, I, and you know what? I, 
I was about to ask you if you wanted to play, but you don't get a choice, sir. Nobody gets a choice. Oh, you have no to play. Problem. I'm ready. <laughs> All right, let's play five questions. Let's five play. questions. All right. So this is going to be four trivia questions and one subjective question. Let's all see right. if I let's see if I don't screw this up and race all my <laughs> questions. So, no, I did not. They're they're here. Uh, they're written down, so I will not lose these. So, right. <laughs> uh, first, I have to play my uh, my intense music there for you. That's to get you going and uh, get you nervous. Uh, I'm nervous just reading these. Today I oh, have no man. show notes, so I'm very nervous today. I I don't know what I'm going to be talking about. This sucks. Anyways, <laughs> I'm on the hot seat today. But Greg, here's your first of five questions. How many ghosts chase Pac-Man in the original game? Oh, four. Correct, sir. Too easy. Absolutely. Too easy for an old school game. That's an easy gamer. one right there, Fonz. Yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> Can you name the first game in the Legacy of Kane series? The very first one. Uh, I believe that one was Soul Reaver. Was that one Soul Reaver? No, sir. It was Blood Omen. Blood, Blood Omen. Omen. Soul Reaver was a sequel, wasn't it? So Soul Reaver was uh, the third, I believe. Um, the third one on my fault. Damn. Anyways, moving on. Can you name one of the two one of the two boxers who are on the cover of fight night round four one of the two legendary boxers on the cover of fight night round four that would be the last fight night muhammad ali oh right there you named one of them the other one is mike tyson so you only needed to name ones man you're doing good you're not doing bad at all two two questions right so far so here's your fourth what platform was the very first Spider-Man video game released on? The very first Spider-Man game. What platform? Hmm. I do remember it had a version on Atari 2600, or was it Atari 2600? Um, damn, I'm... I'm thinking Atari 2600. Let's, uh, yeah, I'm going to roll with that one. Correct. It oh, was the Atari 2600 in there 1982. Three there out of four go. ain't bad. It's really good. And here's your fifth question. This is an easy. Give me your favorite game of all time. We can turn the music off for that. Okay. Um, I'm going to honestly. I'm going to say because I would. It was just like uh, at the time the best game I've ever played. You were now one of us. <laughs> I'm going to say Sonic 2. I love that game so much. And it was just like one of my child, like my favorite games as a kid. And of course, there's better games technically, but from an emotional standpoint, Sonic 2. Ah, he's going with the nostalgic feeling here with, with uh, Sonic 2. You know what? I'll accept that. I'll accept that answer. Sonic was a great <laughs> franchise back in the day for me as a kid as well. I loved that series back then too. Uh, let, let's go back. To the page. Okay. So now uh, we're going to discuss. Oh, man, I'm all over the place. All right. Let's get into this. Why don't we get okay. into it? Just happened. 
Ubisoft Forward 2022. Um, mm -hmm. Well, uh, if you missed it, folks, you didn't miss much, uh, right. in my opinion, <laughs> anyway. Uh, the show wasn't very good, in my opinion. Um, when you start with Mario Rabbids, you're going to lose me, okay? There was like a right. deep dive with Mario Rabbids, and it was like 20 minutes, and I'm just like sitting there going, really? Uh, <laughs> this kind of looks like, you know, last year's show in a way. I mean, because they showed a lot of the same games during this show, mm -hmm. and it's a lot of rinse and repeat. What did you think about the show? I mean, overall. I agree with you. I mean, I, I, I just think some of these shows, you know, us as gamers, we get excited for it because, hey, it's a show. Yo, it's a show. Yeah, but yeah. after you watch it, was like, was that really necessary? Like, did we really need that? I mean, they could have just did a YouTube video about certain, like, you know, separate YouTube videos. It, it, it was underwhelming. I do love the Assassin's Creed franchise, so some of that news kind of excited me a little bit. But besides that, I'm not really into the division anymore. I'm definitely not into Mario. Whatever. Rabbids, yeah. Rabbids, I'm definitely not into that. Not into Rainbow Six. So it was kind of like, eh, it was a show, just a show for the sake of being a show. That's what it seemed like to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wasn't yeah. really into it. And, and of course, anything. the other day we had uh, the Disney show or whatever yeah. oh, it was. Uh, th yeah. That thing was bad, real bad, too. I, think, I mean, I it think had that more... was worse than Ubisoft show. Really? Um, <laughs> I'm interested in the Amy Hennig game. I'm yeah. interested in the Black Panther and the uh, Captain, Captain America, America crossover yeah. type game where they're uh, in the 40s, I believe, taking down Nazis, you know? Yeah. Uh, we we got to see what that's all about. But we didn't see too much there. Uh, mostly what we we're seeing there and even here in the Ubisoft show is a lot of mobile games. This push, yeah. this push to mobile. And I know mobile is getting bigger and bigger, but... Dang, it's just right now yeah. it's really not for me mobile yeah. is not something that excites me in the gaming space um i know games are getting better there but it, again you mentioned it we were looking at a lot of ac uh, a lot of assassin's creed stuff um with that portion of the ubisoft show i didn't even think that could save it because mm -hmm. by that time i was already bored to tears but <laughs> let's face it i mean it was a boring show uh but I thought they showed too much. Like, mm -hmm. uh, it, it's like, we're working on this AC game. We're working on that AC game. Oh, no, yeah, we've got yeah. this AC game coming too. And, oh, it's coming to mobile over here. I mean, to me, it was just overwhelming. I was sitting there going, okay, I, I, I can't keep up here. And, mm -hmm. you know, they mentioned one game. They were like, AC's going to China. I'm like, cool, I'm there. And then they say, it's on mobile. And I'm like, ah, I'm not there. I, was it too right. much for you? It was. Well, I do. Uh agree a little bit because they announced all of these separate Assassin's Creed, Creed games at the yeah. same time. So I do agree with that, um, you know, because even though I'm a fan of the series, clearly they're going in a different direction with the series. Mm -hmm. Like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I don't know. Um, they're not really going in that direction. I know the Mirage games, they said it's going back to more of the traditional Assassin's Creed style not the open world, uh, like, like like more of the linear Assassin's Creed from the past. And that's fine. You know, they say it's going to be a $50 game. Um, it's not going to be too long. It's going to be like maybe 15 to 20 hours long. And that's definitely different from Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which I got like 200 hours in. Um, so, so, so it's interesting. Um, you know, I do agree with you a little bit. It's like too much 
they they did show too much at at one time. Yeah, so, I'm I'm showing yeah. the uh, mirage up on the screen now. Of course, only a CGI trailer really. It, it mm -hmm. n it's cinematic. It, there, there's no gameplay shown. And then the funny thing, Greg, is right after they said, you know, uh, here's the trailer and everything, they show us no gameplay. They're like, pre-order now. And I'm like, right. huh? Wait, wait, there's no <laughs> gameplay. Like, what, what are we buying into here? Like, I know it's Assassin's Creed, right? Yeah. And I know Assassin's Creed, I, I mean, for me anyway, I know what I'm getting into. I have fun with all of them. I, I, I like the Assassin's Creed uh, franchise. Um, however, this one, they're going supposedly anyway, they're going back to its roots. They're going back to stealth. They're going back to, you know, um, supposedly they're, they're getting rid of uh, most of the RPG elements and stuff because they're yeah. trying to go back to their roots in this game. Fine. But let's see what they're doing with that, right? I mean, right. that's one thing. And I, I thought it was funny during the show, and I'm watching this trailer here now, and I see, you know, the, the main character running away and everything. People were going, oh, great. It's uh, AC Aladdin. And I, just, I, I thought it was funny, but <laughs> but no, it's going back to Baghdad and stuff. It's it's like this is uh, the the Middle Eastern um, AC Assassin's Creed. We're going back, and they've always done a great job with you know history and stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, that I I think that people just wanted to see some gameplay to see how they're taking it back to the roots, just how they're doing that. Is it going to be exactly one to one like the old games or? Are they going to implement some new features into it at least? Um, something mm. like we didn't get to see anything, and it's like buy now. And right. I, I, I'm not. I'm not really fond of that, man. I, I don't like the way they do that at times. Um, right. They try to push us to buy things, and we don't even know what we're buying into. So, yeah. it, like it, you I, said, I it was know. just a name. It's Assassin's Creed, and they know fans of the series will be interested. We're not one of us. Yeah. Just to see. Hey, let's see Assassin's Creed. Hey. <laughs> Thank you very much, Tony, for uh, subscribing. I appreciate that. I just heard my little voice on the screen saying, you are now one of us. And I was just like, "Well, okay. <laughs> That's your voice. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used my nice. audio log voice for that. I, was, I always use this voice. You know, this is the audio log so I can video games. Like, <laughs> nice. You know, Griggity came by the show today, and uh, we had a great time. Even though I lost my notes, we had a good time. <laughs> All right. So... Uh, I, I want to read these super chats really quick before they go away here. Brigadier's Blue, he says, can't stay and watch live this weekend, but I'll be sure to catch the video on demand after the fact. Fonz and Grigity together should be a good time. Should be, nice. should be, it will be. Um, I've got one here from Spinal Eleven. He says, what do you think of Jimbozo complaining about? <laughs> oh, we are going to get into this about the, you know, three-year extension on COD. Uh, this is going to be a big topic for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, we're going to have fun with that one. Because uh, that, yeah, 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 that's that's going to be a good one. Even though I lost a lot of my bullet points that I wanted to bring up, you know, I still have a lot of it in my head. Um, right. It's, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. But yeah, no, uh, so, uh, chat, I mean, what did you guys think of the show? Let us know. Like, did you think it was kind of overwhelming with all the AC games they announced? I mean, that one in China, the codename Jade. Uh mm -hmm. And then, like, uh, that was a mobile game, and then they were talking about something else uh, in Codename Infinity, and I'm like, what's that? Is that a launcher? Is that a game? Yeah. It's supposed to tie uh, the whole Assassin's Creed games together. And then they were like, okay, but we also have Code Red. And, of course, this is the AC in Japan, and I'll show the little trailer teaser they showed on the screen. What did you think about this when you saw this? The um, I was... I'm interested because I was a fan of Ghost of Tsushima, 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, okay, this, this definitely has my interest. Uh, but like you said, they didn't show much. Um, so it's kind of like, yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, that's all um, they show. Right yeah, that's it. That's and it. So it looks like they're going more. Uh, it looks kind of more ninja than you know. Uh, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima was more samurai. Right, definitely. So I mean, like just from that little small teaser, it definitely looks more ninja-like than samurai. Yeah. Um, and I hope they go that route. But but again, if you go ninja, um, <laughs> hopefully they 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 go you know more stealthy with that. I guess uh, you would have to. I mean, you can't be running around in the streets as a ninja. It look kind of odd, man. Just like exactly. running everywhere as a ninja with a bunch of leaves blowing everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't know how they're going to d- deal with that, but this is going to be more of the Odyssey-like uh, mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed, the RPG yeah. elements and all that. Um, so this is what's kind of confusing to me. They have, and the Odyssey team is making this, by the way. So right. that's a okay. good thing. The Odyssey team is awesome. Well, I love Odyssey. Yeah. Odyssey is amazing. Probably the best Assassin's Creed out there, yeah. in my opinion. Um, besides two. I really love two. And that mm-hmm. was the old school, but yeah, Odyssey was great. Um, but my question is, and the confusion is, you have Mirage coming, and you have this new RPG, you know, elemented AC game coming out in Japan, feudal Japan. Is this going to be a thing now? Are they going to have both? Are they going to have a classic style? um ac game and and they're and, and an rpg game and stagger like every other year or are we going to get just one and they're just giving like a f- sort of a freebie out to the people that wanted the old school type assassin's creed back because there was a big um ask for that people were asking yeah. for that so what yeah, do you think absolutely. about that do you think we'll get both or do you think this is something you know where it's just a one-off well well first off i would say that you're absolutely right there was a lot of people asking for the old style because let's be honest everybody's not into the huge open world rpg 100 hour plus game you know everybody's not into that style of game some people love the Assassin's Creed unity mm-hmm. uh, you know the syndicate and uh like the old ones from the 360 ps3 generation so i think they're compromising they say yo you know we have one for you guys that like the old style but mm-hmm. we're also making one that loved the new style, you know, and they announced both of them simultaneously. So I do believe um, that's what they're doing. Um, I just think they're really just like throwing it all out there. Yo, we're making a mobile game. We're making an RPG style. We're making an old school style. We're doing this. We have some DLC for Valhalla. They just put it all on the table. Here's everything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, if you like this style, we'll have that style for you. So, I mean, I'm cool with that. Like the more games for me, the better. I love both styles. I like the old style and I like like the new style of the open world RPG. So for me personally, um, I'm I'm excited for all of it. But I do agree with you. I think they are just say, "Yo, man, we got you. Whatever yeah. style you like, we got you." Yeah, I I just hope that you know if they do make this thing a, a thing going forward and they have both different styles, then it, I, I hope that they don't water any of them mm. down you know like yeah I, I hope they don't get worse in quality or or whatnot um mm. we know they're going to push a lot of uh, microtransactions in both these games because that's what they do that's ubisoft but um i i just i really hope that the quality is still there because in my opinion with odyssey with valhalla even i thought the quality was very good i 
I thought that they did those games really well. Um, of course, uh, the Odyssey team didn't make the Valhalla game, and you, you can right. tell there was a lot of differences there, especially in the combat and stuff. In the combat, that, yeah, that's what you can tell. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I liked both. I, I, I liked I, both. I love both, yeah. Um, but uh, the Odyssey game, you know, does get the nod for, for the better game, for sure. Uh, but as far as, like, you know, uh, the Mirage, um, again, I thought that they should have showed some gameplay. If it is coming out in 2023, they they should have had yeah. something, some kind of little gameplay segment because people are interested in knowing what exactly it's going back to and what are they taking from it, what are they, um, you know, omitting from the game that we had in uh, Valhalla. Like, we want to know specifics, you know. Mm -hmm. And I know it's kind of far away, but... Not really. I mean, 2023 is right around the corner, if you really right. think about it. If it's coming out at the end of 2023, again, you should still be able to show something or at least talk mm -hmm. about what the changes are. But they didn't. And there was talking heads there that were saying a whole lot of, a lot of nothing, man. They were sitting mm -hmm. there talking about things that I, I didn't really even care about, um, you know. Uh, and, and it was just it was just a weird show, man. I, I just didn't <laughs> understand that whole thing. Um, yeah, we're getting to the point where these shows, they don't need talking heads, man. They yeah, don't. They don't. And, and, and look, I'm okay with doing a deep dive with the developer, but after the show, you don't need to do this during shows, man. Like gamers will yeah. show up. And especially if you don't even have hardcore gamers, if you have casuals showing up, they're not going to sit there and want to watch the developers talk about the game. They just want to see the game. And most of us just want to see that. I don't care if you're hardcore or casual. It's like you want to see game after game. You don't want to see game talking heads for 10, 20 minutes. Game no. talking heads for 20 minutes. Like, yeah, that's not what that. we're there for. We're not. We, I mean, we want to see the games. Yeah. And I agree with you. It's only like I'm okay with listening to, so like you said, some, some talking heads or some developers breaking things down. But after mm -hmm. the show. Yeah. After the show. Because during the show, we want to see what's coming. Uh, we want to see some gameplay, uh, make announcements. That's that's what we want to see during the show. So I agree mm -hmm. with you. Yeah. And if they're going to have to do do like a breakdown, do it kind of how like you know <laughs> Arcane mm -hmm. did Rare Fall like a few weeks ago. They had a 20, 30 minute video breaking down the game, and I love that. But I don't it was know afterwards. why it kept going back to Colt's name underneath you, and I changed it. Oh, really? It. I, I changed <laughs> it back, but I'm like, what is it doing? Why is it doing oh, this? Oh wow. Anyway, <laughs> I, I apologize for that. Any of you watching and, and notice that, um, shame on you for not yelling it in, in the chat. Sometimes I'm, I'm like looking at Greg and I'm not even looking at the name and it pops up. But anyways, Boba Fett Gaming in the chat says he likes the RPG elements in Odyssey and Valhalla. I do too. But to me, it's, it seems like those games, let's face it, they're not really Assassin's Creed games. That You know, the, the traditional Assassin's Creed games are the ones like Mirage, going back to those stealth mechanics and all that mm -hmm. stuff. It's it's almost like they they wanted to make these games, but they just put the Assassin's Creed tag on it just to kind of make it popular right away. Like, uh -huh. boom, you know, it's it's part of this whole franchise and everything. Uh, to me, it's like they might as well just make it something else now. I mean, because you've if you're bringing back the uh, that old stealth style Assassin's Creed, then change it up for this new RPG element Assassin's Creed you're making now. If you're going to do both, like change the name up a bit, change it to something. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I think they was trying just, just to make it a brand, you know, this is Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Um, 
uh, stealth like mobile. This is Assassin's Creed RPG. This is Assassin's Creed action. You know, it just seems like they're just making it a brand, man. You know, mm-hmm. just trying to, do, trying to do what they can. Thank you for the super chat, Mass Erect. I see you out there. He says, glad to see you got ray tracing on live stream. Uh, oh, man, they always call me ray tracing on my ray channel. Ray tracing, huh? Oh, shoot. <laughs> What's up, Master Rick? How you doing, brother? Yeah, he's a good dude. Uh, yeah. We also got Papa Boko 72. Uh, great show, Fonz. Uh, chat, hit that like button. Show some love for these fellas. Yeah, thank you very much, man. Uh, I was uh, playing some uh, Fortnite, of all things, with this gentleman last yesterday. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, folks, I don't know, man. I hit my head. Something happened. I, I, I got into a game of Fortnite with friends and I actually had some fun with it. And I was really kind of impressed that I did. I was like, you know, cause I'm not big into, first of all, I'm not big into like multiplayer games anymore. Just mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more of a single player gamer. Uh, yeah. But uh, I, I used to love destiny, played the hell out okay. of it, but I played most of destiny by myself. Oh, did you? Oh, wow. I, I played a lot of it by myself because I, I, I just, I like playing that solo game experience. Of course, with raids and stuff, you had to play with people. But I used to get so mad when people would mess up and like, it, it just irritates me. It's like, dude, all you had to do was stand on that platform and you freaking couldn't do that, you know? And just one of those things. I, I get yeah. upset about stuff like that. So, but no, I, I had fun in Fortnite. Uh, my very first two games I played, we, we, we won. And I was like, holy crap that that felt good you know it felt good right. to win but when you start getting on the losing streak it's like okay game over it's time to leave this I'm game gone. sucks yeah <laughs> right smitty smith thank you very much celebrating your 14 months of membership he says what up jay fonz and dirt salute what's up smitty smith salute to you too my friend yeah he's been around for a while uh good friend of the show yep. uh yeah so anyways yes i'm a fraud guys i'm a Fortnite fraud yeah i don't know <laughs> i just i am well anyways uh the ubisoft forward show we could both agree it wasn't very good um yeah it was the the show the other day i i even forgot what it was called that that whole disney thing um Uh, disney marvel showcase i think that was on disney marvel showcase yeah it it wasn't very good either so kind of two shows that i wasn't really looking forward to anyway but they came and went Mm -hmm. and they weren't very good um no roblox is not next patrick definitely not (laughs) I, I look, I, I've seen my son play roadblocks with fr- friends and I make fun of him every single time. It's so bad, so bad. <laughs> but, anyways, um, Roblox is huge, though. It's one of the biggest games out there. Massive. And there are, okay, so I'll, I'll tell you this, I'll tell you a little story since my notes are gone, guys. So, um, I've been getting into voice acting, okay? Um, I, I've been taking classes. I, I already, um, I got my first gig, uh, put my lines out there, sent them back to the uh, the project lead, accepted them. I'm waiting for the show to come out, and then you know I'll, I'll announce that and everything. But uh, so while I'm getting into this, I'm looking around and there's auditions. Cause I, I I auditions for all kinds of stuff, and there was auditions there for Roblox, uh, some type of Roblox cartoon, right? Mm. And apparently this cartoon is played on YouTube but it gets millions of views. Like it makes money. Like this, this thing is huge. And I was like a Roblox cartoon. Wow. But I I never even heard of this, but there are a lot of cartoons on YouTube that, that make money. 
and mm. I, I wasn't aware of this, but Roblox is huge, I guess, in, in that massive. medium as well. So it's, massive, yeah. it's just weird. And, 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 and I met a guy, I'm, I'm not sure if he's somebody from this community. I think he is, because I, I think we were in party chat, and he was telling me that a friend of his uh, daughter uh, is is one of the main characters in that Roblox cartoon, and sh she mm. makes bank wow. off of it. And I was like, "Wow, that's crazy!" Being a you know little voice actor, crazy. Wow. Anyways, but uh, yeah, I, th I thought I would share that that Roblox is is massive in so many different mediums. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, thank you, Ryan Landis. He said that's awesome, Fonz. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to get into it, man. It, it, I'm very new. I'm very green to the scene on all that, but I'm I'm trying to learn, and there's a lot to learn. Everybody thinks that, you know, when you think of voice acting, I did too. I was thinking, oh, they just read lines. That's all they do. Right. <laughs> they get in a booth, they read lines, or they, you know, do it at home and read lines. But there's a lot that goes into it, man. Uh, you know, it's it's not that easy, man. It's, it's, it's not. Um, anyways, moving on. Uh, before we get into our next topic, that's right. Mm -hmm. I don't want to forget about this, Greg. Um, I want to talk to you a bit. I, I missed it at the beginning of the show. We Believe Green. It's your podcast. Right. Absolutely. What, uh, <laughs> now, now, tell me a bit about We Believe Green. We, we saw it at the intro, on the intro here uh, when we started the show. Um, when did you start that? What made you get into the whole podcast scene anyway? Let us know. Oh, man. Well... To be honest, I, you know, I was a huge fan of uh, some other podcasts back in the day. Actually, you was on uh, these podcasts a couple of times. I remember mm -hmm. hearing you on there. Huge fans. And, and, you know, some of those guys kind of flip flop. You know, they they were pro Xbox. Mm -hmm. They became anti Xbox, so to speak. So I was just starting the channel then. You know, it was a very small channel, still a small channel, of course, but I'm, you know. Oh, you're growing, man. You're growing yeah, pretty I'm, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm growing slowly. But so it took me like three years to get a thousand subs. And I was just doing my content. I wasn't really doing console war stuff that much back then. I would talk trash here and there. But just a pro Xbox YouTube channel. And I would still get hate from PlayStation guys. And so I said, you know what? Fine. Fine. I'm just going to start talking trash. But I was on a podcast called Scram Punks. Um, yep. I was doing that podcast. That. So you remember that, right? Yeah. So one day, I just felt the Xbox was going to be better, this current generation that we're in. Now, this is around 2018, no, maybe 2019. I said, you know what? I want to start a Xbox podcast, pro Xbox podcast, because to be honest, I'm still the guy that listens to podcasts. And I used to get upset, well, not upset, but irritated when it would be a supposed pro Xbox podcast and it would be anti-Xbox guys on the panel. So I said, mm -hmm. no, I would love to start a Xbox podcast or strictly Xbox guys. I know some people will call us a, a echo chamber, but that doesn't matter. We're just having fun. So I say I'm going to start an Xbox podcast. And I think you're pointing uh, at me and RDX. Some some of those no, years no, where no, I was no, just no, like, no, no, no. Xbox <laughs> no, sucks no. right now, and I, I still do that from time to time. Yeah, but I don't consider you anti Xbox. I think okay. you. Kind of know what type of people I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I'm not anti Xbox or anti PlayStation. No. I'm just anti corporate douchebaggery. Okay, yeah. that's what I am. Yeah, so, so I'm not talking about <laughs> you, <laughs> but there's some other guys. Um, so I said, yeah. So like the panel was like, Dirt, you should do it. They encouraged me to do it, but I kind of put it off until um, like one of my panel members, Devin, he said, Yo, Dirt, the day Xbox. Uh, announced that the xbox series x is going to be 12 teraflops right mm -hmm. he said don't you do that you should start the xbox podcast tonight <laughs> i said tonight 
He's like, yeah, you should do it, man. They, you know, it's going to be 12 teraflops. It's going to be a beast. That's just starting to talk trash. So I started it. Just it, in the middle of the day, I hit up some Xbox folks that I knew it was pro Xbox. I hit them up in the DMs. They were like, yeah, let's do it. And we did it that day. It was early February, I believe, right before COVID hit in 2020, right before COVID was official in the States. And I've been doing it ever since. Haven't missed an episode, brother. We're on 135 Dang. episodes. Dang. It's crazy. It's just, you know, it's just. Are you like still I married? Said, I was a, you still married? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Still okay. married. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, but it's just, it's just kind of. I think in 2020, because like it was a few people told me this person, and they said when COVID hit, when we were in quarantine, I wanted to hear some pro Xbox stuff, and I found your podcast. So a lot of people found us during COVID, yeah. um, and you know that's what some people want to hear because a lot of people tell me I don't want to hear those ponies on <laughs> these podcasts. That's that's Xbox podcasts, and um, so I said, yo man, I just you know I, I have this thing. I don't invite any PlayStation fans on my panel is strictly xbox and people like it man so you know we're slowly growing and it's and it's cool brother yeah no no it, you you have been growing i've been watching your channel for some years now and i i've, yeah, I've have. seen the growth yeah, the last year especially I've, I've seen the growth and you know congrats man it's it's re it's really a good you. thing because you are putting a, a positivity out there for xbox and you know it it's needed in in a land of you know a bunch of negativity out there sometimes like mm -hmm. when you it, it's true like there are some channels that just thrive on drama and just mm -hmm. you know the negativity out there and it sucks you know it's yeah. it, but unfortunately that's what really drives the, the people to come and watch sometimes there's yeah. a lot of people that love that but there are a lot of people that do love just the positivity they don't want to hear anything negative about their favorite brand even if it's yeah. true they don't want to hear it because i know yeah even if it's true yeah. <laughs> some of these people they get mad you know they'll they'll unsubscribe from me and then they'll come back to me later when i say something positive about the brand again yeah, i'm like absolutely you know but they're like that and and i know this, what that there are certain yeah. people like that for me it's not that serious you know i love this hobby i love gaming but it's not that serious people mm -hmm. it's like if 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 I'm pa passionate about something and I say I don't like what this corporation's doing or I don't like this or that, it's not because I hate the brand. It's because right. I just don't like what they're doing right there. Um, and and outside of that, it's it's not really all that serious to me. Like when I say, oh, I'm not going to buy this game because it's seventy bucks and blah blah blah. It's not that I'm telling you not to do it. I'm right. just saying, you know. For me personally, I just don't feel like it's worth it. You know, it's it's not right. serious, but some people take that as to heart, and they're like, "How yeah, dare you speak on that game that way or yeah. say it's not worth it?" Values the subjective, blah blah. I know this. I'm mm -hmm. telling you my opinion. Right. <laughs> it's 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 weird. Thank you very much, yeah. Hargeet Chani. He's giving out a code yeah, here. Thank you for the ten dollars super chat. But the code for the AC Edco collection. That's the Assassin's Creed Ezio collection right there. Pick it up, people. Pick it up. So, and Black yeah. Flag also there. Wow. Nice. He's given out all the codes for Assassin's Creed today, and I appreciate that, man. That's awesome. Um, Hargeet's one of the best in the community, man. He gives yes, so he much to people, and I just shout out to him. Yeah, shout out to Hargeet, dude. Amazing, yeah, so. amazing guy. He's an Xbox guy too, but uh, he nice. plays all games. Um, yeah, good guy. Yeah, it's like me. I play. I play. You know, 
I enjoyed the PlayStation. That's why I had yeah. to give me a PS5 because I love for God Horizon of War. Zero Dawn and I mean Horizon Forbidden West, right? It's trash. I don't care about that. Yeah, that trash. franchise. I mean, it's beautiful. I just can't really get oh, into that God. franchise, man, for whatever you know, reason. Let, let's bash on it a bit. Uh, Horizon Zero <laughs> Dawn. I, I liked the, the the combat in that game. It was fun. It was very fun fighting those robots and stuff. I, I really enjoyed that. I never really liked the story all that much. People were like, "Oh, it's incredible," and I'm just like, "Eh, meh. It's not very good to me." The main reason was, number one, I don't care for Aloy as a protagonist. Yeah, I think either. she's me one either. of the most boring protagonists ever made. And then people are like, but I bet you like Master Chief. Well, Master Chief runs around shooting shit, and I like that, you know? <laughs> right, like, he's right. a badass. Like, Aloy is not a badass, and she's just dull. When Whenever she speaks, I'd rather have a man of 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 or, or a woman that that doesn't talk so much in these video games than somebody who's so wordy like aloy is mm -hmm. and has a lot of nothing to say um right. she going from camp to camp in horizon forbidden west just talking to all these people i'm <laughs> yeah. stuck in a dialogue wheel for at least 10 15 minutes for each character and then she's yeah. like oh talk to billy over there and i gotta talk to him for 10 15 minutes and I, before you know it, it's an hour goes by, and I haven't even done any type of action in the game. Right. No, thank you. That's <laughs> right. not what I want I in a video game. That's I just agree. the way I see it. Um, but yeah, if you love the game, that's fine. You can love her for Horizon games. But just for me, they're boring. And it, let, let's be honest. That's the reason why uh, PlayStation bundled it with the PS5. Absolutely. They want those sales to get <laughs> jacked up because it probably wasn't selling very well. Let's be real. Let's yeah. be real. Um, yeah. Forbidden West you. is not a game of the year contender. It is nah. not. Elden Ring's got that in the bag. In the bag. Yeah. Now, I'm excited for God of War Ragnarok. That oh, I'm me too. For. Me too. God of War was an amazing game. Again, Absolutely. there's a guy who who's, doesn't say much, but when he does, it's impactful. It's Absolutely. good. That's, that's, that's a protagonist. Leave my home. Leave yeah. my home. That, that Leave was fire, my man. home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or when he, he says, "Boy," no. I yeah, love there that. you go. I love that <laughs> yeah. man. It's dope, man. Yeah, he's amazing. Um, yeah, yeah, that actor did a great job. Uh, looking forward to Ragnarok. I, I will be getting Ragnarok as well. Um, yeah, I love PlayStation games, but Horizon is the one IP that I yeah. just think is just mm, not for me. Yeah. I um. Anyways, let's move on and talk about. Eidos and Crystal Dynamics getting back their IP. So mm. uh, apparently games like Tomb Raider, Deus Ex, um, Legacy of Cain series, they're, they're getting these back. Um, are you big fans of any of these titles? I'm a huge Tomb Raider fan. I, not really yeah. into Deus Ex. Um, and I, yeah, um, but I'm I a huge Tomb Raider it. fan. Yeah, I, I bought the last one they made a couple years ago. Couldn't get into yeah. it. Yeah. I, now, if they change some of the mechanics up, I can get into it. I I, mm -hmm. I could, but uh, I really didn't like the gunplay, man. I, yeah. I just felt that it was a little off. Um, Tomb Raider. I I like Tomb Raider. Um, I wasn't uh, in love with Shadow of the Tomb Raider, the last game, but I I beat it and and and, and I played it. It was okay, um, but I wasn't in love with it. I I just didn't like the whole. Um, there was areas of the game where you had to, you know, wear that garb and stuff. And it just, yeah, yeah. It was just I remember that for me. It was that yeah. green. It was that green. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I just, I enjoy shadow classic, you enjoy. know, clothes, you know, it's just, I don't need all that. Um, but <laughs> anyways, uh, 
but but the story wasn't even that great to me but um i'm a bit as you could probably tell for me it's um story comes uh, not first it's it's gameplay but story's way up there for me it's very important game. especially you. if they push a narrative in the in, in the game uh it has to be good for me to to really really love and that is where legacy of kane comes in that series the stories were amazing Mm -hmm. Legacy of Cain probably is, is one of the best well-written stories ever in a video game. Um, mm -hmm. This is what I'm excited about. The reason why I wanted to bring this whole thing up about them getting their IP back, because, of course, the Embracer Group right. purchased the Western division of Square Enix, and now it's finalized. They, they are able to get these IP back to these respective developers um, but it's the Legacy of Kane series that I'm most exciting, uh, excited about because mm -hmm. there's two things. Um, I don't know if you saw the 30th anniversary little logo that they had for Crystal Dynamics not too long ago, maybe about two months ago. Mm, and they had outlines of Gex, and then they had outlines of um, Tomb Raider, of Lara mm. Croft, and of um, Raziel from L uh, Soul Reaver. Right. That that coupled with the fact that they get these IP back makes me think that maybe, just maybe they might do something with Legacy of Kane. It's possible. Like, because I, the last last time they made one. Bro, it's been forever. Was it the PS1 generation? Or? Yeah, this was back in dude, Soul Reaver was the last one, I I believe. Um maybe that maybe was PS1. Was maybe, there, maybe there was another one after, but I heard it wasn't very good. Um yeah. Any, anyways, um, I can't remember, but the ones that uh, the ones that I'm thinking of, uh, the the first uh, games were just amazing. Um, Blood Omen, just a fantastic game. If they were to remake these games, now I I've been on record as saying I don't like all these remakes happening, but games like this that are that old, that it it, that sense, is man. when when it's really impactful to a game. When you bring that yeah. up to today's technology. Mm -hmm. You could have some amazing, you know, an amazing game like Blood Omen. If you look at it now, it's so dated. But if you brought it up to today's standards exactly. and you had that, you keep all that dialogue intact, it would be amazing because that ugh, those games are so good. And I know there's people out there like my good friend, uh, my good friend in the community, Ramon. Uh, he loves the Legacy of Kane series just like me. And we talk about it and, uh, we're, you know, we're not trying to hold our breath for this stuff, but it's definitely something I'd like to see. And I know, chat, if you're a big fan of the Legacy of Kane uh, series, you definitely would know yeah. that uh, a remake for these games would be something that would be very appreciated. And um, let me say something, fine. Yeah, go ahead. Um, go ahead. Before you finish, let me say I am a different type of gamer nowadays, meaning... I didn't really, I played Soul Reaver. I really didn't get into it, right? I didn't play any of the other ones. But mm. I'm a different type of gamer, meaning I play different types of games. I play more types of games. A remake will make so much sense for a game that, oh, Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3. I played those games on the PS1. I did not finish either game back then. Yeah. That was in my early 20s. I just didn't, I don't know. I just didn't play games like that that much. But I mentioned I'm a different type of gamer, and I bought those remakes and loved them and finished them. And for them, if they brought back Soul Reaver, that would be a huge yeah. thing for me. Because with today's technology, 
yeah. like you said, to keep the story the same, it will it will be great, man. Just like a game yeah. like Mafia, like the first Mafia, well, remember they redid it a couple years ago? Yeah. Great remake. Great remake. I, I, I didn't play the remake. Um, I played the original. But um, looking back here, uh, with the game I was thinking about that they made after Soul Reaver 2, because there was two Soul Reavers, was um, Defiance, and that one wasn't very good. Oh, Defiance okay. wasn't very good. But the other games... You got Soul Reaver, uh, Blood Omen, Soul Reaver 2. But remake those. Those those were incredible. Mm -hmm. um, just begging for those. Um, all right. So before we get into our main topic here of the show. Jimmy Boy. Jimmy Boy. I've got to play a sponsor. I've got a sponsored ad. So I've got to play that for everybody now. so loud do you sometimes disturb others when you watch tv are you tired of people saying my god charles what the fuck happened to your hearing turn that shit down introducing listen up the sound amplifier that lets you turn up the volume personally without affecting those around you so if your hearing is not what it once used to be turn the volume up with listen up and for those of you that can hear just fine Listen Up can be used in many other ways. Have you met the new neighbors? Mm-mm. I heard she's a real eavesdropping bitch. Girl, isn't that the same guy that was in the Wendy's drive-thru behind us? I didn't want to say anything, but he's been following us ever since we left home. Boy, that took a that took a dark <laughs> turn, didn't it? Oh, man. <laughs> man. But yeah, Listen Up. Get yours today. Um, yeah. I think they sell them at Walgreens, people. Uh... Now, that was a real device, I guess. And I just took that one day and made a parody commercial for it because that's, it was so funny silly. stuff. That um, looks straight from the 90s. It looked like straight from the 90s. Yeah. Or was that yeah. the 80s? Yeah. No, it was, 90s, the 90s. 90s. Yeah, it was 90s. 90s. But, but still, yeah. it was it was some weird stuff. It was funny stuff. Funny stuff. <laughs> Anyways, moving on, we're going to talk about this whole situation with Jimbo. And <laughs> basically, okay, so um, don't have any, any of my freaking notes but anyways oh. so playstation ceo jim ryan basically calls out phil spencer okay the xbox ceo uh apparently he claims that if this abk deal goes through he is not um fond of phil's uh, call of duty offer he says it mm -hmm. wasn't good enough or wait the direct quote was that it wasn't adequate right so adequate. let's 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 go ahead and look at that quote now so here's the quote people and here it says, I hadn't, this is Jim speaking. He says, I hadn't intended to comment on what I understood to be a private business discussion, but I feel the need to set the record straight because Phil Spencer brought this into the public forum. So he says, Microsoft has only offered for Call of Duty to remain on PlayStation for three years after its current agreement between Activision and Sony ends. After almost 20 years of Call of Duty on PlayStation, their proposal was inadequate, he says, on so many levels and failed to take into account the impact it would have on our gamers. Oh, did he <laughs> did, did, did he feel that way too when he felt that taking the entire Spider-Man IP away from Xbox mm. gamers and, and, and Nintendo gamers, that, that he didn't think about them at all, did he? No, no, he didn't. No, of course not. Uh, we want to guarantee PlayStation gamers continue to have the highest quality Call of Duty experience, and Microsoft proposal undermines this principle. He is mad. 
He is mad dirt. What are, what are we doing here, man? Oh, my God. What do you think about this? How dare he? <laughs> the audacity of this guy. You know, you said a line where I have um, their proposal was inadequate on many levels and failed to take account of the impact of oh. our gamers. Fine. Isn't this a competition? Isn't business a competition? Yes. Like, yeah, you you want to one up your biggest competitor, right? You want you want to be aggressive, and I got to be honest, man. PlayStation has been very aggressive in the past, and as an Xbox fan, sometimes I say, "Damn, they're 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 kicking Xbox in the ass." But I never once said it's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair, PlayStation. Yeah. Don't do that when when Xbox came out there in 2013 and, and laid a turd with the Xbox One announcement and PlayStation took advantage of it. They went on stage and said, this is how you share your games. You can play used games on PlayStation. I was like, oh my God, they're, it's brutal. But that's business. Mm -hmm. Xbox messed up. PlayStation took advantage. I don't even have a problem with PlayStation blocking certain games going to Game Pass. That's, that, that, but that's business. That's business. But at the same time, a shady no. business, but it's business. Yeah, right. but but it's business, right? But at the same time, Xbox is being aggressive. Mm -hmm. They're spending their money. Guys said Xbox is Xbox going to compete. I remember last generation. Fines, you were around last generation. I remember oh, yeah. people saying, "Damn, will Xbox put up a fight? They just gave up. Are they going to compete? Now they're competing. It's not fair. Our gamers. That's not Xbox's job to worry about your gamers." about PlayStation gamers. Xbox is about to acquire the publisher of hell, pretty much PlayStation most popular game. And it is what it is. It's it's one of They're, the most popular games, period. And period. And I think um I think Colt was telling me today that it was the um sixth most grossing game for PlayStation ever. Ever. Sixth. Wow. Wow. So it's it's really big, um, but here's here's the deal with the, the situation. Number one, it's hypocritical. It's 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 Absolutely. so hypocritical of Jim to say. There's so much he holds from Microsoft, and um, look, he's even holding some of their own IP. All right. So All right. some of these deals with Bethesda <laughs> right now, people right. are like, when are we gonna get uh, what? What's the name of the Death game? Loop. Deathloop. Deathloop. When are we going to get this? Yeah, exactly. I thought that was a year exclusivity deal. Nobody knows. They're very quiet on this. They, I know they can't say anything because you know they're under NDA and they're under contract or whatever. But it it's it it remains the truth. Look, you're right. It's you're 100 right. It's all about competition at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Um, who cares? All right, I'm 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 shocked. I am I was shocked when I read that he, Phil was ready to give three years after the current deal, mm -hmm. after the current deal, because that puts it at like 2027. Yeah. So for me, I was sitting there going, "Wow, I did not think this was going to happen at all." I thought immediately because I mean, look, history will always, you know come up again like you can look back at what these companies have done microsoft with bethesda you heard them say one thing oh yeah we're gonna try to do this and this we're gonna you know and then what did they do they said starfield's exclusive when that deal went through 
That's exactly what I thought was going to happen again. I thought, mm-hmm. and it's not that Phil lied about it because he didn't, but he, he chose his words right when he was talking about the deal. He was the word desire he, to, to keep yes. it on PlayStation. <laughs> yes, yes. He, he said certain things that you just, look, it's corporate speak, man. You got to read between the lines sometimes. And and I just look at this, and I and I was shocked that he was willing to give three years. I thought that was kind of generous. I saw Jez I make the post on Twitter, and I retweeted it because I was like, yeah, this is exactly how I feel. This is cutthroat competition. Um, nice guy Phil, he could be killer Phil too. And this is just one example of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just at the end of the day, you have to entice your comp- uh, your gamers over to whatever you want to sell them. And if you Lovely. have COD, one of the biggest games ever, right into Game Pass, people will come. If, if they can still get it on a competing platform where all their friends are at, they may stay. They may stay. Thank you, Patrick, for becoming a member. Uh, it's just it's crazy to me that anybody would think otherwise. Like, oh, no. Uh, he'll keep it on the other, you know, console because you know all that revenue. He doesn't want to lose it. No, what he wants to do is take all those customers and bring, bring them over, them. folks. Absolutely. Why would he want to keep them on that platform? Why? Yeah. What? 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 What's the point? He wants them on Game Pass. Now, if they had Game Pass on that pr- platform, I don't think he'd he be would, taking yeah. it. Absolutely. Yeah, it's you're it's, absolutely right, Fonz. Absolutely it's, right. It's, it's crazy to me. It's, it's yep, just I, nuts. I wholeheartedly agree with everything you just said. And, and it's just, it's, it's simple to me. And I just feel that Phil Spencer knows that, okay, maybe we'll let them keep it for the remainder of this current generation because we want to, you know, like, like uh, show good graces for the FTC. Let's get this deal approved. Keep, keep COD on the PlayStation for the remainder of this current generation. But you guys better believe in the next generation, if there's a PS6, uh, the next Xbox, COD is going to be exclusive. And it's just, I just feel that that's how it is. That's business, man. People want the Xbox to be a, an aggressive monster, or that's what they're doing. Yeah, That's what they're doing now. And I see somebody in the chat say, well, PlayStation will be fine. Yeah, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. But at the end of the day, but they're concerned. It's going to hurt them. It's, it's going to hurt their them. bottom line. And you know what I say to that? Fuck them. I, I don't care about their bottom line. Any of these corporations, I would say the same thing. I don't care yeah. about their bottom line. I care about my bottom line. I care about exactly. my wallet. Exactly. I could care less about these big corporations' wallets. Look, whether it stayed on PlayStation or went to you know Xbox or, or if PlayStation would have bought ABK, if they would have bought them, I guarantee you that they would have been exclusive to PlayStation. No question. No, no question, question at all. And people like to bring up this whole Destiny thing. Let me remind you folks that the Destiny deal was made for them to stay independent. And that is independent de- uh, publishing, independent developers. Yes, they are part of the PlayStation team, but they remain independent. And they pushed that. It was Bungie that pushed that. That yep. is where my uh, Sony overpaid for them. The yeah, fact absolutely. that... They bought a development team for all their expertise and stuff, and that that is going to be amazing for them because they will help them create some amazing things. But as far as Bungie's IP, they overpaid because that's going to remain multiplat because they yeah. said they wanted it too, and they they mm-hmm. wrote they put it in a contract stating we shall remain independent. 
Yep. That's that's a different situation altogether. Um, but yeah, it's they would have they would have made it exclusive had they bought ABK, and um, nobody would have been crying like this. I don't even think Phil would have been out there saying anything like no. Jim did. And and no. and you know, on one hand, I I understand why Jim is saying this stuff because it's his only play as an executive, yeah. for, uh, as a competitor. He th this is the only thing he can do is complain about it at this point. Right. But why would you? Because it kind of looks weak. It looks weak. It does. It look looks weak. Hargeet Chani, thank you very much for the $5 super chat. He says, Phil's cod offer doesn't include gimping the Xbox Series X version of the game. Not adequate. <laughs> Come on, Hargeet. <laughs> uh, I've got one here from Elk Dude. Thank you very much for the super chat here. He says, PlayStation still has top tier product. In my opinion, they shouldn't be worried. Uh, buy a first person dev, uh, FPS dev, and make a competitor. Yep, not even have to buy it. They've got a developer in house that went over to Horizon Zero Mess. Um, they could <laughs> they could go back to making their you know COD Killzone. killer Killzone. It was their COD killer. Remember? Look, here's what you do. You give them. Because, I mean, one thing we could say about Killzone is that it looked amazing. It was, it, yeah, it, it looked amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it just mechanically, it wasn't as sound as Call of Duty. But you bring over guys from Bungie and you make a quality shooter. That's mm -hmm. all you got to do. And, it, and it's not, that's not to say they're going to overtake COD, you know, day one or even five years from now. But it's not out of the realm of possibilities. I mean, nothing is impossible. But they can make a quality title, a quality FPS. They have the talent to do so. Do it. Hmm. Do it. Yep. Yep. That's the way I, I feel. Yeah. And but at the end of the day, it's just you know, well, like you mentioned, you know, Spider Man. You know, we could talk about Final Fantasy. You mentioned Deathloop, oh, Ghost by Tokyo. Yeah. There are so many different things that playstation has i mean even last generation you know street fighter 5 things like that now some xbox guys might have been crying like this you know damn you know xbox fight back why don't you guys get a superhero game i remember people saying that you know they have spider-man wolverine xbox you guys need a superhero game and that's a valid question but i don't remember hearing phil spencer call to say it's not fair guys it's not fair why you yeah. guys got spider-man it's not fair because you guys have a character you own the rights to in movies and now you have the video game now you got wolverine no no people are like yo man xbox you guys need to step it up so uh, i just feel that what jim ryan this this crying that he's doing is to me now this is just my opinion for the first time since the beginning of the ps3 generation it seems mm -hmm. like sony looks vulnerable i don't know maybe it's just me yeah no, it's they're not looking weak right now. Yeah, they're, they're looking weak right now. Now, the PS4 generation, absolutely incredible, amazing titles. But what happened when you depend on third party for your multiplayer um, is coming back to bite them in the butt. Same thing with Xbox. When Xbox depended on second, third party deals, when the Xbox One generation started, they, yeah, they had some games that launched in the first three years. But guess what happened? There was never a sequel to Quantum Break, never a sequel to Rise, Sun of Rome or Sunset Overdrive because they didn't have their own studios 
and it bit them in the butt to where we're still waiting for these yeah. AAA games. Same thing with PS4. They depend on Call of Duty as their bread and butter multiplayer experience. And the casuals chose the PS4 as the, bo- as the box that they wanted last year. So now here we are with the potential of COD being taken away. It's going to hurt them, man. Yeah, many and, of us, um, many of us said, stated, you know, before this generation started, that anything can happen when when generations change in, in the yep. console game, so does the leaders at times, yep. and and anything could happen. And uh, I'm not saying that Xbox is going to overtake Sony and the and take the lead or anything, but it could happen. And 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 this ABK deal could be the straw that breaks the camel's back here for Sony. I think it. Look. The, the end of the at the end of the day it's yes it makes them look weak and when we say it makes them look weak we're not calling sony weak in terms of you know development teams and stuff because they have no, some incredible not. absolutely teams. they could build an incredible first person shooter they choose not to they right. choose to get these that's the problem you see a lot of people say that Oh, Microsoft's just relying on buying third-party publishers yeah. to get all their great games <laughs> and developers that, and stuff. I just saw that. Sorry, but here's bro. the problem. Sony's been relying on these third parties for years and years to get the games that people want to fucking play. Let's be yeah. honest. All right? So their exclusives, as great as they are, as great as I love them, as much as I love them, People don't just buy these consoles just for their exclusives. I'm sorry to tell mm-hmm. you, the majority it doesn't. I right. may buy them for their exclusives, but the majority of the gamers don't. They right. buy them for things like Call of Duty. So that is why they're worried, folks. That is Facts. why. And, and 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 to say and to point fingers at Microsoft and say they're relying on this or relying on that. Well, Sony has heavily relied on third party for far too long, and they need to step it up in first party and make themselves a great shooter. They need to, this is why they're, they're trying to play catch up now with making some, you know, service-based games because they know that, that they need some of those. They know they need multiplayer games. This is just one more genre. They, they know now they're going to need. Yep. So absolutely, man. I wholeheartedly agree with everything you just said. It is just like. I just don't understand when Xbox is buying up stuff. Now that's the narrative. Oh, all they're doing is just buying up stuff. They don't have any talent. Come on, man. You know, I don't know if you watch sports too much, Fonz, but I, I always say if these guys really pay attention to hey. things that's going on. Hmm? Uh, hold hold up, hold up. I, I heard what you just said about that. You know, they're buying up all this stuff. Did Sony create freaking Spider-Man? No. <laughs> Thank you. Let's, let's just <laughs> shut up about that, okay? Thank Sony did, didn't create Spider-Man, okay? They, 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 they've got developers that made a great game based on a character that was already there. So I can point fingers and say, they just bought up an IP that, you know, is tried and true, and everybody, it's beloved by many. Right. Sorry. It doesn't work that way. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It, it, it doesn't. No, I agree with you, man. It's just like they, they're finding some type of excuse to say when Xbox is being aggressive that they sh- said they should be because last generation, Xbox got their ass whooped. Now they're being aggressive. <laughs> All they're doing is just buying up studios. They really don't have any talent. If you're a Los Angeles Lakers fan and a couple years ago when they won an yeah. NBA championship in the bubble, LeBron James signed there as a free agent, meaning the Lakers gave him some money to come play for them. 
Anthony Davis signed there as a free agent. They gave him money to come play for them. They didn't like they weren't drafted by the Lakers. But guess what? I guarantee every Laker fan was excited when they won that championship. They didn't say, "Ah, oh, no, nah, these guys wasn't organic. I don't count this championship." You didn't say that. So that's the stupid man. These guys up here, oh, you know, yeah, they're just buying up stuff. Come on, I, I, look, I I realize Ryan Landis. What's up, man? He's in the chat. He says Xbox does not have a great dev management record yet. I beg to differ. Look at Playground. Look at the Coalition. No problems there for many, many years. Um, I, I uh, Turn 10, same thing. Uh, the only problem area that is a real thing for them right now has and will remain, I believe, 343 Industries. And I think that I, well, I've got, I don't want to go into that. But anyways, to answer your question, that is where most of the problem lies with them. Uh, with In regards to management and developers, I think 343 Industries is is the mess there um aside from that uh most of their teams are just fine um they've got you know we've heard some inner turmoil with uh the initiative and stuff but let's be honest that would that it, they haven't even got off the ground yet it's it, it's weird they put together this supposed super team and whatever went on between each other i don't know but hopefully they got things straightened out there but the only game that we've seen come out and we know is, you know, they've had issues is 343 Industries. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody's saying, saying that Xbox is perfect, Fonz. Nobody's saying that. No, 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 no. Nobody's no, saying that Xbox no. is perfect, so these guys want to bring that up. Come on, Well, I think, I think the PlayStation has a better, uh, I, I think they're better managed, their development teams. Mm-hmm. I, I do ag- agree with that. But um, we're, we're mainly speaking on the fact that, you know, people pointing fingers and saying that Microsoft is buying up publishers because they can't create their own things. Yeah. Sony did, did that with publishers that, uh, with, uh, developers they bought as well. They bought Insomniac. They didn't create Insomniac. Insomniac was already a, a team in itself and they were doing right. great things. They bought them and they saw that they b- bought them on the cheap too, by, by the way, then they bought the rights to freaking Spider-Man in game. And like, again, they bought this stuff up. This is not stuff that they freaking just made and cultivated. I'm sorry. Like, it, it's it's insane. Like, yes, some of the stuff that they have created there in-house has been amazing over the years. But some mm-hmm. of this stuff is just things that's already been out there. I mean, even God of War, what they did with God of War was great, but it was already an IP. It was already a franchise. Let's, uh, I, I don't know. I, my head spins when people talk about that particular thing. Oh, they just buy up things because they can't create their own things. Well, they didn't create God of War. They didn't create Spider-Man. I'm sorry. Okay. They created Horizon Forbidden Mess, but yeah, it's garbage. Okay. <laughs> um, in my opinion, it's trash. Uh, but yeah, anyways, I, I just feel like guys that it's, I don't know, Greg, I, I, I think that, um, this whole thing, it just, for Jim to come out and say these things, it just looks kind of weak because again, I think it's very, very, uh, generous of Phil to offer three years extra on top of this deal. I, I, I really think that that was a generous, generous move. They don't have to do that. I mean, think about that. Let it sink in people till at least 2027, they would have call of duty on their platform. You're, you're telling me that they couldn't build something 
from now until then with all the greatness that they have there in their studios? Come on. They could build yep. something. And they've got old <clears throat> IP they can bring back. What about SOCOM? SOCOM, yeah. What about SOCOM? I mean, come on. I mean, it's just crazy. <laughs> I guess it's just them spending uh, Ger- their own Gerald, money. Gamble. I, I apologize, sorry. Gerald Witcher. I, he says, come on, Horizon Zero is not trash. Look, it, it, it's, it's not trash to you. It's not trash to, to many other people, yes. A lot of people do love the game. But for me, it's trash. When I say it's trash, I'm talking about myself, man. I don't like the game. Um, Horizon Forbidden West. Zero Dawn, I, I liked it. I had fun with it. I thought the combat was great. The second one is just more of the same, and I got tired of the combat. Just get tired. I got tired of it. It's it's stale. They didn't bring that up to next generation. What they added a grapple hook you can barely even use in the game. No thanks. Like it, it wasn't. It wasn't life changing. It wasn't mechanic changing. Like it wasn't. It wasn't amazing. You know. But yeah, Ryan brings up Resistance as well. Yeah, that was another shooter they had. Resistance, Fall yep. of Man. Love that game. That was mm-hmm. a great one. Bring those back, man. This is what people want. Gamers want those type of games back. That that is why the Call of Duty sells so well on PlayStation. Yeah, I mean it sells way more than it sells on their console than uh, their exclusives. Yeah, it does. Because Absolutely that's, that's does. the majority of the gamers they like that, yeah. and that is why eventually Microsoft will make that exclusive to entice people to come over and play on Xbox. It's it's mm-hmm. that simple, or play on Game Pass, I should say. Because that's the end goal anyway, Game Pass. It's not really about Xbox, PC, TV. It's about Game Pass. They don't care where you play. That's what it's about. They don't. Anyways, you got anything else to add to this topic, brother, Greg? No, yes, man. You said everything um, great. I mean, that's. I just feel that at at the end of the day, this just goes to show you how much COD means to the PlayStation brand. We've been talking about this topic over a month now, like the whole month of August. We've been talking about Jim Ryan and, you know, with the crying and their concern. I know there's sometimes a lot of these PlayStation guys, they all PlayStation is going to be fine. Yeah, PlayStation is going to be fine. But you guys need to pay attention to their their concern. They're worried about this, man. And that's for a reason. And I I would say this, Greg, it's. It, it's nice. I feel like it's it's good to shake things up. This is an industry, you know, shaker, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You you have a, a you have PlayStation that has been on top for an entire generation going into this one. They're still on top. And they're they're looking at great. And then you have ABK getting bought up. It really stirs the industry up because now, mm-hmm. now it's forcing sony to do even more for their customers so in my opinion i'm excited because i get to see them do something else you know make something else or at least that's what i'm feeling like that they're they are going to make an fps and they are going to go you know different routes than just making the same over the shoulder third person action adventure or whatever Mm -hmm. you know we're actually going to get them doing many other things and that's great yeah. and i don't want them to steer completely away from those action adventure no, no. games because oh, i love oh, those God. i love yeah. those those cinematic action adventure games are my jam but i do want to see them expand and do other things 
And mm -hmm. just the same way as I look at Xbox and I go, hey, where's your action-adventure game like Uncharted? Absolutely. That, I want to see Xbox do the same damn thing. I've been calling for, uh, for that forever. And no, Gerald, if Horizon was on Xbox, I would not praise it, okay? I don't like the game. I don't like the game. It doesn't matter where it's at. I'm not one of these people that, oh, because it's on Xbox, it's great. Or because it's in Game Pass, it's great. No, I'm not one of those people at all. So you got the wrong guy for that. Um, uh, thank you for becoming a member, by the way. I missed the name, but thank you. Appreciate you. Um, Ryan says, Fonz, I'm a fan of Sony's games, but I like the uh, nervous Sony. I like a nervous Sony, he says. They'll take chances on first party now yeah exactly yeah they have 10 live service games and in, in development exactly. they're trying to do something a little, little different because like you said i just feel that even though the ps4 generation was amazing they had great first party yep. single player games i think sony realizes now i think they realized it at the end of the ps4 generation yo we have to invest in some type of <laughs> a game where we're getting revenue after the game releases right because for you know there's 120 million ps4s and you know their biggest game jim ryan said this this isn't just me saying this right some x bot that's you know on yeah, fine exactly. show being a bot exactly. jim ryan said 10 to 20 million of their biggest games sold isn't enough anymore no. it's just not enough and they need uh different types of games and they've bought studios that's working on live service games and hopefully some of those games hit all they need is like one of them to really hit I don't no, think they really believe in uh, the, the the services like Game Pass or even their own premium service. I don't no, think no, they no. believe in it em enough. I think right now it's one of those things is they're doing it because they're forced to. Yeah. Um, because the industry is kind of heading this way. And some people will argue and say, no, it's not. No, it's not. Dude, look, uh, EA Play on PC does really well. Ubisoft Plus on PC really well. Um, Game Pass really well. I, I don't know what to tell you. If you don't really believe in these services, um, right. Sony themselves, I think, are just doing it right now because they have to. But best believe all those games that they're making that are going to be service-based, I think mm -hmm. they're going to implement those into their premium service day one because mm -hmm. they're going to have a lot of microtransactions in there. Right. I think factions will go in there as well. I think that'll think be so? a big thing for there. Yeah, I, I think what they'll do is because it's Sony, they're greedy, okay, they're going to charge uh, for factions. They'll say, okay, you can buy it for 50 or play it in our premium service for just, you know, 20 bucks a month or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be putting these games in there and, and trying to sell a boatload of microtransactions. Um, but as far as like day and date and stuff, I think if they were to even announce that tomorrow, if they said, look, God of War, Horizon, whatever the next game is for them, Spider-Man 2, those are going to be day and date. I, I, I'm willing to bet that so many of their consumers, I myself would do it, would jump into that premium service. Mm -hmm. I, oh, I, I would buy into it. Yeah. Immediately. And I, yeah. I don't think that they really believe that that would happen, but I think it would. I think, I think that, look, and I, and I know Xbox guys are going to hate me for saying this, but I think they would surpass Game Pass numbers if they announced that. Mm -hmm. I think they would surpass them. I think they they would jump in right away. They would jump in right away because a lot of people would say, yeah, I want to play all those games day and date. You know, if it was just like Game Pass, it would be a real competitor, real oh, competitor. So yeah. uh, 
I, I just don't think they believe in it right now. I think they're just doing it because they have to. Um, but uh, the day and date thing, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, I, I think eventually they will fold. I think they'll do mm-hmm. it. But by then, I think Microsoft will be so ahead of the game, which is stupid, right? Because you think they'd want to do something like that now to try to entice people over there um, right away. Uh, because I think Game Pass will be far, uh, just too far to catch up with in another mm-hmm. couple of years, even. Right. Especially with this ABK deal going oh, through, you're going to have all these Activision games in there. You're going to have Blizzard games in there. You're going to have freaking all the Bethesda games. Game Pass is just uh, going to be also, an amazing. And also by that time, game. their first party should be rolling with consistent games on a yep. consistent basis. By that time, also should so, be. Yeah, yeah. We're saying should they be. should be. They should be. Should people. be by that time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, it's been a a very good show with you today. Even though I didn't have any of my show notes and stuff, I knew we can handle this today and yeah, get through it, folks. I know there's some stuff I probably forgot to say because my bullet points are gone and my mind is slipping in my old age. Uh, but uh, speaking of old age, it's about time for me to uh, take my nap now. So uh, <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna get out of here. Uh, Grigity, tell everybody where they could find you and, uh, yeah, and all that good stuff. You know, check out my YouTube channel, uh, Dirt Grigity. Like Fon said earlier in the show, I, I do dabble in console war stuff, but you know, I, I make it fun. It's all about funny. It's not venomous. You know how some channels are venomous. It's satire. satire. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. Man. I crack jokes. You know, we have fun on, on, on my podcast on Monday evenings. 6 30 p.m eastern time we bleed green xbox podcast we're going to have a great show tomorrow you know we still this topic is still kind of hot uh <laughs> so we're really going to have fun with this topic yeah. and uh on twitter just find me at griggity so that's about it guys thanks for having me Fonz. i appreciate it man hey no problem i wanted to have you on thank you for coming um and thank you guys in the chat i had uh, close to 300 people here live watching today which is amazing for me um, I usually, I usually don't get that many, so I appreciate you guys so much. One of us. Um, and thank you, Topaz, uh, girl 170 for subscribing. Pre- appreciate that a lot. Um, thank you. You are now one of us. Yeah. You are now one of us. Yeah. That's what it says. <laughs> uh, anyways, thank you for coming. And until next time, guys, uh, game on. Uh-huh.